Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons, or Internet wannabe Masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to After Lodge, episode number 107. I'm After Lodge Jason, joined this week by After Lodge Harlan. Hello. Worshipless producer Bruce. Gentlemen, it's good Re- to be back. Returning after apocalypse on many levels. A brief hiatus. Too, too brief. call it a hiatus. We still gave you content. A lot of you hadn't heard it. Yeah. We went from December summertime to, well, just normal January time. Dude, last weekend is a sign of the end of the world. Just to be honest with you, because uh, it's January. Just the weather? Well, it's January, and it's sixty some degrees. Yeah, I'm walking around t-shirt yep. all day Saturday. I'm getting ready to go to bed. I was sweating while I was working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy says to me, "You know, there's a winter storm warning for overnight, <laughs> so you might want to get up earlier." Because it may be a hassle to get around tomorrow because it's Sunday. The salt trucks ain't going to be out and such. And you're like, "You're a lying bitch." It's sixty degrees out there right now. No, what I said is. Maybe you're right. Maybe it will snow like crazy and there's going to be a crazy weather change, but there ain't going to be any problems on the roads because, like, they're 60 degrees right now. They're going to maintain that heat. Yep. There's not going to be any problems. Right. It's partially true. It maintained the heat and melted everything that fell. Then, then the, the temperature, temperature dropped. dropped so fast. It Flash froze. No, I was just making that face because me and you said the same sentence oh. at the same time. Yeah. Turned it into a... Solid sheet of ice everywhere. Solid ice. I was like major roads. You, you couldn't everywhere even, couldn't even go. I counted uh, on the major highway that runs from here to out by you because I had to take somebody to work. On that major highway, I counted what somebody. I had to take Jazz to work. There you go. Well, I mean, I don't know that our listeners would want to talk that about much. her plenty of times before. Oh, that's true. Counting twenty-one cars wrecked on the side of that road. Sounds about right. There's a lot of ice. And then... uh I'm surprised you made it. I was a little bit myself. Uh, I will be 100% honest with you. I was quite puckered while behind the wheel of that car. Uh, so on my way to here, I had a truck pass me on an exit ramp because he had four-wheel drive and I was only doing 45. How can somebody pass you on an exit ramp? Exit ramps are always... One lane, kind of, yeah, they? they're supposed to be. Um, so he went like into the uh, onto the shoulder, half and half. Yeah, this one was a little wide, and he was tired of being behind me, and he had places <laughs> to go and stuff to do. Because you know, if you see me driving slow, I know something you don't. There's either a cop around this corner, 
or road conditions, you shouldn't be going any faster than this. But he had four-wheel drive because mm-hmm. he's, you know. Because that, that helps enough. Turns out that doesn't matter. Yeah. Four-wheel drive. <laughs> nice. Because so I have four-wheel drive, it doesn't matter. He gets off the exit ramp, and they've not, like, treated that road off the exit ramp at all. Okay. And he, like, blows through the red light because nobody's coming. Still doing, like, 20 yeah. when he makes that turn. Yeah. Turns around in the middle of that road, like, twice. And then just immediately, like, downshifts and is doing, like, 10 miles an hour. <laughs> and I'll pull right up next to him at the light and just wave at him. <laughs> and he, you know, of course didn't look over. Uh, you know, no. 10 and 2. No, of course not. Yeah. So that was that was fun. So that's why we didn't record then. And then we had plans on recording on Tuesday. Yes. Which we, we put out a message that the show was going to be delayed. And uh, we were going to record on Tuesday. And me and you were able to do such... But apparently, uh, what Harlan's house had a pox upon it. Mm. Yes. Um, you gentlemen were advised to move on without me. That we could. To, uh, but that it was a possibility. had to do the editing work and, and all those things. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we checked out on Solidarity for You because I knew, I knew something was a foul uh, at 1230 when I got a text from Harlan's wife saying, uh, is there any way you can go to the pharmacy for me? Because I think I'm going to die. And I know what you're thinking. She sent it in a text, so how do I know she sounded like that? Mm-hmm. I could tell by the text, the way she said the text that's, words. That's, that's pretty sick. She ended up she, in the ER that night. Yeah. You know how sick you are that if you can text someone and, and you can and tell, they can tell how sick, sick. Yeah. That, that's sick. That's, <clears throat> that's, that's impressively sick. Did you, I, did I you get her the medicine at least? Uh, no, no, I was out by you, we, and I was like, I can, but it's going to be like 5.30, and she's like, no, I will call I'll be someone dead by else. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I avoided more than my body weight in the past 24 hours. <laughs> I was curled in the fetal position, just wishing to die. I haven't been that sick since, I, I can't ever remember. So you were sick, sick same time as her then? Yes, yes. So was what, what, what some, was the cause of this plague? Some... Some virus of some sort that our our daughter had it over the weekend, but you know, like toddlers, like she was sick for like eight hours, and then and then life giggling moved on. again, yeah. But it was it was a really bad eight hours. We didn't think anything about it, and then Tuesday morning, I missed two days of work. Oh shit! And I can't remember those two days. It's all a blur. Here's what I don't understand. So Harlan must have been near death because he just said yeah. he missed two days of work. Oh yeah. He probably worked from home, though. He probably no. had his laptop in the middle of the bathroom no. floor. He, well, I don't know about working from home. He probably found a way to still get paid. Oh, well, I guarantee that. I I mean, I, I would have if it was possible, but I, <laughs> I... So they do have two bathrooms in this house. One is just a toilet. So I'm picturing they're eat Because, you know, if you've got this at the same time, and, you know, mm-hmm. you've got fluid f- projectiling out both ends. Right. Each person gets their own toilet, hopefully. But then there's, like, a toddler running around... No, uh, we sent the kid off with grandparents. Oh, okay. Like that, that there was no way. Like if she, by three o'clock that afternoon, like I couldn't move. Like I was just literally bedridden. Like there was there was no moving. Uh, the thought of like rolling over, because like I was starting to get sore in places where you've been laying in one position too long. Just I had to like mentally sores. psych myself up to to flip over. I mean, your wife's a small woman. That's pretty bad. Like, she's, like, maybe, like, 90-some pounds right now. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a feeling, if it's as bad as y'all were describing, she voided more than 90 pounds of fluid out of her body. No, she went, 
I managed to survive on those crazy prescriptions we got from the doctor. That wasn't enough for her. She ended up in the emergency room that night. Someone else had to take her because I couldn't drive, like let alone get up. And they pumped two liters of sugar water and IV drugs and whatever else in her. And then there was issues with the baby. So whatever it was was bad enough to like cause problems with the baby. And so then she was there for a while while they were checking all that out. Oh, you mean the incoming baby? Yes, yes. It it was a it was a really bad time. I've I don't think I've ever been that sick. If I have, I can't remember it. What? It's in the pipe, dude. Yeah, no, I get it. It's it's in transit. It's en route from non-existence to existence. So, so blame Harlan for the rerun last week. Basically, you guys could have done a show without me. No, I mean we didn't feel like that would have been the right thing to do. Plus, me and Bruce doing a show is not a show. It's us bullshitting about video games and movies. So it's it's our show for the past handful of episodes. Without that 20 minutes of Masonic content, so. <laughs> content at the end, yes. Okay, okay. Like, we wouldn't have had that 20 minute of Masonic content, and we would have been talked bad to for, y'all call yourselves Masonic shows? That's not fair. We had that one really good show that we did, but there was a problem with the recording, and we had That was a it, good show. Right? That's like, mm-hmm. I was just disappointed we lost that actually yeah, me too yeah oh but you know life goes on right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ran into a guy at the uh, Scottish Rite this week um, we were chatting with uh, Fitz uh, well with uh, with our buddy from another lodge Fitzy yeah we'll call him Fitzy um, anyway he got to talking about his love for Masonic podcasts and then I thought uh oh, <laughs> and then turns out he's heard all of them except for ours, because it's just branded as not like one of these dry educational shows, and he's really into that thing. And I mentioned like, dude, After Lodge is like my favorite podcast ever. Like, it's you just you just got to give <laughs> it a, a try. Stretch, dude. Like I'm on this show, and it's not my favorite like, podcast you, ever. You got to give it a try. Like it's, it's the greatest thing. And I, I really played this up, and I was like telling the stories like like a listener would. And <laughs> I, I was feel, like, dude, I feel you like really he hated it. Do love this show? Well, he said he was gonna go give it a try, and so I'm waiting on uh, on like the phone call or the email. Like, what the hell, man? He's right. not, dude. He's not gonna get it. See, well, like you'll see him again, and, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I checked it out, man. Just not for me." Right. Like, I feel never like the, really the kind of guy who listens to all of the Masonic podcasts except, except ours, ours, it would not ever like ours. Except, well, it's except not, the it's number just... one podcast in this universe. But the point of it, <laughs> Masonic <laughs> podcast, anyway. Well, the point of it was that I didn't tell him that it's our show. Right. So, but that's my point. He's gonna come yeah. back to you and say, "Hey, I gave it a try. I didn't like it." Yeah. Without so, ever really listening so, to so it. So what did he actually say? Well, no, he just hadn't tried it. Like he. Oh, he still. So he still well, doesn't. Know I mean, that this it's... was Thursday. Yeah, he still so... doesn't know it's H Dog. All right. Um. Yeah. No, Does he some... have your number and email? Yeah. Yeah. There's some interesting things going on in the Scottish Rite. There's a like in a lot of lodges, including ours, this resurgence of a newer generation of Scottish Rite Masons and. I would I would attempt to join the Scottish Rite because of that, but mm. I don't think they would let me. I think that ship has sailed due to past problems relating to this programming. I I don't know choice y'all have made. Not too sure. <laughs> I mean, it can't be that bad. I got <clears throat> elected as the uh, commander of the council. Yeah, Thursday but you're night, you. so yeah, you can do you you're you're in a lot of things that me and Jason couldn't be in. The bar, or at least Jason. 
the 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 Scottish writers. You know, I don't mind being called a piece of trash when you're also <laughs> a piece of trash, but when you elevate yourself above me, but I'm the only trash, that's hurtful, dude. I'm, I'm the the Scottish right. Better. Well, trash. I can't I can't say that again because we got in trouble. <laughs> we got in trouble when I started talking about we should put in a drive-through window because we take anyone mm, with money. In so, a day, of but I'm course, not going to say that again. Because, of course, you're right. not going to say that again because you yeah. just did. No, no yeah. I didn't. I mean, technically, those words. These are things you should not say about your local Verbatim Scottish right body. Um, come back like out of your mouth. They, they are not true. Uh, we work Scottish right degrees. Uh, we we work through them. It's definitely not something where you just pay some money and show up and get a ring. Um, it is wholesome, um, esoteric, ritual content. The opinions wholesome? of Harlan Afterlodge are his own and do yes. not reflect the opinions of anyone else on this show. I, I for one, welcome our new podcast. Scottish right overlords. Personally, <laughs> uh, so. Um, Life Masonic, yeah. bros. That's the but best Masonic podcast. There's Go been, listen. There's been a uh, there's been a lot of of after lodge happenings at the Scottish Rite meetings. Of course, they've been short of late because we have them outside because we get locked out of the building because the guys with the keys are ready to leave at you know eight thirty and they're eight old. o'clock and uh, so we hang out downtown in that part of downtown that's kind of interesting at night now when you said that did you hear it in the johnny five voice in your head singing the downtown song from short circuit 2 you know i didn't but i do now you're welcome yeah so we stand out on the on the porch and or sit on the stairs or whatever and the police like slow down when they roll by like because there's a bunch of younger guys just hanging out in front of the scottish Rite temple then y'all thug it up Oh. They try to, and then the cops well, realize the clothes they're wearing. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in suits. Whatever. We still have, like, our pillbox caps on. Like, like I see it's you guys, obvious like, that we're Scottish right like kind of flexing, right? looking at yeah. the cops, saying, keep rolling, pig. And then the cop gets on his things. <laughs> you guys are cute. And then just yeah. drives on. I got real uh, crimes to solve. I think they're just not used to seeing, like, younger faces late in the evening in front of that building. But... I mean, it also doesn't help yeah. that across the street is where all of the crack horse hang out. So, yeah, well, that's where they go for treatment. Not oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I just know so, that's where I normally pick them up at. So we. Uh, What's the static? Uh oh. Do you hear it? I do. I don't know. <sighs> Move on. So we uh, we hang out there a lot and chat. And it's, I don't know, I look forward to going to Scottish Rite meetings again. And the Scottish Rite is the place where, when we were making our case about how people don't really know who we are, that I had been at those meetings sitting around the table with guys who were talking about this podcast and had no idea that the Harlan on the podcast is the Harlan that's sitting at the table with them. So are you saying you've pulled off a Clark Kent Superman maybe. type deception? Well, they know now. Well, they but could, they I was going to say the they time. couldn't have listened to much of the show. You have a pretty particular. I mean, how many grown men do you cadence. know that's pooped themselves in a in a lodge? Uh, I only well, know of one personally. Um. Yeah, just that one. Yeah. Probably the same one as you. I think so. Well, that's this lodge. I mean. You don't know what other lodges. You've got more lodges to poop in. Uh, I do not have a say. detailed poop history of the lodges well, no, in the our, area, Harlan. You're our right. lodge is relatively young, so it didn't exist in an era when people actually died from dysentery. 
Oh, man. Uh, but some of I our neighboring lodges days. are old enough that maybe they've witnessed that. Maybe there are men who have died in the lodge. I'm going to go ahead and say themselves. it's just bad manners if you're not a dysentery to go on the lodge. That's that's an excusable yeah. absence. People were committed. You yeah, didn't miss lodge. Ex- well, I mean, if you're dead, I think they would understand. Yeah. They'd be like, well, we're going to bring up proceedings to remove Bill because he hasn't been in the lodge the past three weeks. Y'all know he died of dysentery last week? <laughs> he ain't got to do nothing, man. He dead. Mm. Did you write uh, his epitaph? Epiphone? What? Yes. No. Alas, in life, he was full of shit. But now he is no longer. Mm. Language, sir. This is, this is a... It's a good epitaph. Educational podcast. I stand uh, by this. Vulgarity. Anyway. That, dude, that's like the fourth time. That we've already said that word this episode. Yes. Have I said it yet? Uh, uh, oddly, no. I don't think so. I think it's just been me and Harlan. <laughs> also, um, turn over new leaf, gentlemen. In the real estate market again, um, which is not fun at all. You told me that blast you were having. Yeah. Throwing, throwing money at, at, at that one guy and saying, yeah. I want this house. And you know what really? Else threw more money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did lose a bidding more. Why you got to pick leave. that scab off, Bruce? <laughs> Picking that scab off. we're talking off. about it. What we do you were, mean? We were going to be neighbors, man. That house was like right right next to you. I don't want this to happen. I'll tell you what, dude. If you move in that neighborhood, I'll stay there a little longer. I, yeah. Like, I really don't want this to happen. Can you move I, out or him move in? Like, I know what's going to happen if y'all do this. We're going to carpool? No, y'all are going to say, well, I ain't coming all the way back out there for the show. You're the one that lives out there where the lodge is. Well, to be fair, two-thirds of us will now live where I live. That's why I don't want that to happen. So Harlan and I, we're going to wait till after the show to talk to you about this, but we're going to have to move the recording to our area. He hasn't bought a house yet. No, I, I lost the bidding war, remember? He doesn't I was have belly house. aching about He's it gonna. last night. He'll find a different one. Like, yeah. once we got His about... His wife wants that zip code, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, no, what she wants... You know his wife's strength over his. What she wants is our our state's version of 90210, which just, it's just not going to happen. Well, that's that's my zip code. Come on out, buddy. Yeah, but that's not our state's version of it. No, 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 (laughs) no. Your zip code's high dollar. They want the one above that. Um, My zip code has the most expensive house in the state. Agreed. However, there's another zip code that, um, as a whole has a higher now i'm not saying what, it what, is higher where are you talking about um i can't where, really say okay well give me a direction talking about um, the place relation I used to, to work. mine 22 on out 22 uh, you, oh well, dude 22 maybe. every every county has a road 22 <laughs> it's only 22 every county has 22 roads <laughs> show how, me a county that doesn't have 22 roads how many of them are roads. the wealthiest subdivision are you going to Okay. If if you, you can figure out where we're at, because I, I said twenty two, then then Will you, you stop deserve saying it. Then you deserve <laughs> right? a medal. What do you say it like ten times? I'll I'll give you the zip code, but when you say the name of the city that my zip code's in, I think that carries more weight than any other little town in this city. Uh, no, I think the P word. I mean the the, the P yeah. word wins out if, for people that live here. For people that live in town, like in in the city that we are currently residing in, outside yeah. of yeah. technically, I guess. That, for most people, I agree with you. But whenever you bring up that other thing, they're like, oh, yeah, you can't afford it. Because no. a lot of people think that that real high-dollar subdivision that's out by you is in the other zip code. They think that that place, because they've never actually well, been they there. They are really close. They're like 10 but, minutes yeah, apart. Yeah, but they've never actually been to that real high-dollar subdivision. And they assume that that high-dollar subdivision, when you talk to them, 
is out there. Where yeah, but that I'm other one's about. new money. Mine's old money. My, my wife's been poking around out mm. there. Our agent. She, my, my, mine is where the slave owners lived. Yeah. And well, you know yes, that because yes. there's a slave community right next. Well, I mean, it's not. Which right is now, actually a slave like my. Like, it was. When I worked out there, that was actually like my favorite yeah, like, no, part. It's a, it's a cool little couple of streets. And they've got like. Well, it's a lot of interesting. Yeah, it's like a little there. circle. And yeah. it's like people that have lived there for like a hundred years right. and they all know each other. It's all and families, it's all same names. Historical markers like all over like these four streets because yep. that's where a lot of history happened. Yep. And everybody back there was just cool as poop. Mm-hmm. Like I loved whenever I had a route that had that section of that town on it because you would go from... You know you could have had that route. Why didn't you take that route? Which one? The what route number? you're talking about, it's I'm talking not, about 93. Well, it's... I don't know... What the hell is that? Good Lord. Are we, is there an earthquake? Do that I need to is, get under the table? No, that's the chaplain. He's dealing with our carnival guy, and now he's calling me. And I feel like I should take it, but... Well, if you want to pause, pause. Anyway, uh, that entire subdivision is not on that route anymore. It is now on the route that your sub got when he made regular. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I really like and that those. route's kind of nice because it's like that subdivision and the businesses that well, the, that route had before. The cool part about that route, though, is like the people who lived there would like come out and talk to you. Yep. Like I like a route where people are friendly. Mm-hmm. And every other like route in there had Richie's living on it, That's and they true. looked at you like you were like garbage to them. You are. I once had a lady tell me that I misdelivered to her, and then I asked her what her address was so I could not misdeliver to her again. And she said, I don't think I want you knowing my address. And I looked at her and I said, lady, I'm the mail guy. I'll figure it out. Like, literally, like I was going to rob her. Yeah. Well, we've been showing our house, and that's a, I mean, that's a thing. Also, I'm a little upset about, about you selling your house. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I put a lot of work in that house. Jason wants his cut. Let me just and skip the next five minutes I of what he's going to get to. Did it for your enjoyment, not for your profit. Yeah, and... My wife has enjoyed it thoroughly for like two years. Not long enough. When I put down hardwood floors in a man's house, I expect that man to live there probably till he dies. Well, my intention was to live there until I die, but... uh, So you'd feel better about it if I bought it then? Actually, I would. Yeah. Like, no joke. I would, like, go over to your house for something and be like, I put these floors in. Glad to see you're still enjoying it. You would never hear the end of it. Uh, No, I would, because what I would do my first day moving in, I would take a sledgehammer... (laughs) And put in carpet. <laughs> and I would destroy those floors. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce would shag I would, I would shag videotape the entire thing, and I would send it to every guy who put those floors Shag carpeting all over the house. <laughs> Linoleum Just in the kitchen. Cheap vinyl or something. <laughs> put back exactly what was there like It would before. be terrible. It would be a huge downgrade for me. But I would still do it. It would be worth it. Oh, Not man. even funny as a joke. And you, uh, Harlan disagrees that it's his floor. Oh, he might do that before he moves out. No, 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 no. No, because it would lower the property value. Of course not. <laughs> well, that and... So basically what I did is I helped him flip yeah. a house. Like Can I thought I, I was... Flip a house? I've lived there for 10 years. I, mean, I thought I was, I thought I was helping much, him. Like I thought I was improving his quality of life for him, his wife, and you his future kids. You were by getting him more money when he <laughs> sells the house. Which is what my people have been doing to your just people. What, for. Yeah, which is how you improve his quality of life. That's yeah, Actually, yeah, he's right, what he just said. <laughs> but it's exactly, exactly what happened and will continue to happen. Uh, I mean, all I can do is see what happened, try to learn a lesson from it, 
never trusted you. So and move on. In what world is living somewhere for ten years flipping a house? I put these floors in like a year and a half ago, son. It was almost two years ago. In a month, it will have been two years. Longer than a month. It, it was, was March. the beginning of March. It was spring break of fourteen. Yes. So time like a a m- Jesus, that feels like four weeks ago. Uh, oh my god. Anyway. So, Bruce, how was your week? We've heard about Harlan's. I had a couple really crappy days at work, and I'm going to talk about that more on the uh, on the other podcast. What? Pod, what? I don't know the show. It, it, like, if we were to do another podcast, I okay. would talk about it on there. All right. Um, but I did see Mad Max, and let me tell you something. Like I've heard ever since it came out, I'm talking about the new one, by the way, of course. Because who hasn't? What, what, what kind of person hasn't seen the old ones? A lot of people, apparently. Because I bring <clears> up like references to Thunderdome, and I get stares. Anyway, absolutely awesome. Probably best movie of last year. I don't even know when it came out. But when Star Wars came out last year. I mean, I feel like you're right. best movie that wasn't Star Wars. Let me put it to you this way: a lot of people told me Mad Max was going to be really good, so I was like, okay, whatever, I'll watch it when I. It was so much better than I thought it could have been. It's awesome. And the far more important news for me this week is I got my computer working, which is, I, I mean, that's, sound a, that's, that's, that's a reason, sound yes, that's a reason for a party right there. I was like three days shy of being without a computer for two months, ready to hang myself. Dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to live. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I had I mean, a monitor. It was a period of like, darkness for me. I honestly, I kind of don't even remember it. Dude, I had a monitor die yesterday. Like a monitor cable died on me yesterday. So I still have one functioning monitor and I'm, I'm, I'm losing my shit. <laughs> I'm like, how do you... This is Neanderthal. Like, how do people live with one monitor? Right. I can't move anything over to there, because that monitor doesn't work anymore. I had to look at Facebook on my phone. Like, Josh, who does that? Oh, heathens, that's who. Who's coming in? Why, it's the Reverend. Mm. I can tell by the trembling floor. What's up, Tony? Are you sitting down? This lodge sits on a slab. There's a a seat over there. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it does. What's, what's happening right I, now? I need y'all to take a little bit oh of a break. God. I got the carnival guy here oh for God. the fairs. And so, we gotta talk. yeah. So, I need y'all to stop your little show here thing. Little show. And, uh, what, eat a dick. <laughs> uh, we probably have to do this. This show is far more important than anything you got going on. You're affecting way more people. Dude, we have no carnival for. Yeah, our I know. Big I know fairs. we got to do it, but I'm saying you don't have to be patronizing at the same time. Yeah, but he's well, the patron. How long is it going? What? I don't, I don't know. Minutes. Okay, well, how about if like Harlan goes and me and you keep talking? Yeah. Uh, You're more than I welcome kinda, to do that. I kind of need to be involved okay. in this because I'm the president of that club. Why is Tony trying to short out the? Quit, G? dude! I'm coming. Could you please give me a damn minute? All right. Oh, well, Jesus we will take Christ. a commercial break. Canada Draw. For a refreshingly real ginger taste, grab a Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Real ginger, real taste. All right, and we're back. Yeah. Thanks to Tony for uh, bringing our carnival guy to the podcast recording. Thanks, yes. Tony. Appreciate that, buddy. 
hey you got to do what you got to do yeah we were out there for was it's been like an hour i rode that merry-go-round 12 times while y'all were talking about all kinds of nonsense. hey i didn't think, I don't even know what was happening that man is a hard negotiator yes I, I, I didn't think he was gonna leave and when his girlfriend came in wanting to watch the panther game on the, on the, I, uh, I was like well, they're gonna be here all day yeah, I, thought, I thought we were ordering pizza i didn't I, he essentially told us i'm giving you no money you're gonna not make any money off me but you will make money because of me yeah uh, I've heard this speech before. I have too. I've heard a lot of the same things out of our guy from last year. Uh, yeah. In fact, that line about if your food guy wants to maintain the exclusive, the maybe he should same. buy some like, rides. I, I think that there's like some kind of carnival operator handbook <laughs> where they're like, if your customer says X, you reply with this. It's like a script almost. It was yeah. hurtful. And, and like, but at least this one came in off the bat. Yeah. aggressive instead of signing a contract and then suddenly becoming aggressive. I just, yeah. Can I jump in here? I, that irritated me. Carl Bryan, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the show, Hi. CB. Thanks, Hi, thanks buddy. CB. What, what, what irritated you? His aggressiveness? It was, it was unusual when I came in. His aggressiveness? His, I, th- I felt like he was really aggressive. He, he was. And I thought, well, they know this guy. This is some kind no. of discussion no. they normally first time have I met him. for something. Yeah. Somebody's yeah, first really, time. First, first time. time you this met guy him. must be a close personal this was friend the, the, the way they're talking. This was the introductory meeting. So yeah. imagine yes. how. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we just met this guy. <laughs> Wait till he pisses you off. And, and then he immediately pulled the salesman trick of, you guys are going to have to sell to me. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not giving you any terrible. money. Like, See, I yeah. thought y'all had a, an existing relationship. No. Maybe this is the guy no. that handled it last no, year with him. But and when you brings his chick in, you know, and he when, caught me looking at her a couple of times. Maybe that was the problem. I mean, when you're negotiating with with dealing with people in these carnivals, uh, not he, just the carnival. Like, is he a barker the, or is he the any fair? He's the carnival guy. He's oh. like these fairs. When you're dealing with the bands and their blue M and M's and the 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 sound guy and the the acoustics of this field is not appropriate for for my level of equipment, and it, it's yeah, like you just started. For the you course. started hostile. Yeah, is where the where the was, conversation begins. I, I I was under the impression that I had walked in and you guys had been talking for a while, and that this was like a guy y'all knew, and this was a, like a big nope laugh fest. No, the first mm-hmm. sentence he said to me was, "How much money are you going to give me?" Yeah, like I was like, "Oh, oh. nice to meet you." <laughs> Like, oh, okay. like people are so surprised when they find out that like, we're like, not personally getting paid to do these big fairs right. because yeah. because like, we go in negotiating like like this business. Like business. Bruce made a joke, but that is essentially what the man said. I mean, yeah, no, that's that's. I want to see the numbers, so how much money I can make, and then told us he's given us none of that money, right? But well, we will make money. That, the part that bothered me, I don't know if you noticed this, when he said the uh, flat amount he wanted, and then we were going to get twenty five percent after that. And then five minutes 25, later, no, y'all five, missed it. Sh- five minutes later, Tony said twenty percent, and then every time from then on, when he said it, it was twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. So Tony just talked us out of five percent. But y'all, y'all missed the point where he said it was twenty percent minus ten percent for diesel cost. Yeah. So like, it's only ten percent. Diesel, diesel's cheap now. Hmm. Like, but he kept saying twenty, but ten of that you, is where you pay for his diesel. Well, it would have been twenty five. Now, if it was Vin Diesel. I'm on board. Yeah. If I could get Vin Diesel to my event for ten percent of my profits, triple X ride, that'd be sweet. No, I'd just put him in a booth saying, "I am Groot." I mean, over it, and over and over. But it's it the only out. role he's ever done that's good. It worked out. He was heading out the door, and and it's Tony took a big loogie and spit in his hand, and then they slapped palms what? together. No, you signed. Yeah. A, you inked a deal. 
No. Just, we loogied, but we didn't need a deal. Yeah. We, we just loogie in my neighborhood is the deal. That's yeah, is, as good as a contract. Western Pennsylvania, Tony. That's we're, you guys are worried about the money again. Loogie is bond. But, yeah, I mean we don't do this for the money. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I think you have to also figure out the benefit to the community of having a carnival. Guy the benefit like for the community in. is that money we give to keep the in poor mind, children's. Keep in uh, mind, also, it's all about the children. That, that's who it's about. So it's about. Tony, stop being a Democrat. We're, we're one, one more thing we need to keep in mind is he was talking about having three to four times the number of people as the previous ones. That's on also a line we've heard. We're not going to have any more people than the previous ones. Yeah. So all of us are going to be dealing with three to four times as many people but as the previous ones. I'm not ones. worried but, about that because every carnival yeah. operator that's ever come in said, I'm going to increase your... I'm going to quadruple your yeah. number. Okay, but if that doesn't happen, then we don't get anything. Right, so I it's lose-lose. Yes. yes. Well, lose-lose-lose. Because we lose, <laughs> he loses, the children uh, he lose. He doesn't lose. He gets his oh, flat right. money up front. We lose, He gets his money before loses, he even sets up. Lose. Yeah, he's he, y'all go pre-sell all these uh, all these fair passes. Y'all, y'all gonna I do all here. my work for me, and I'm gonna get here. I'm gonna set up these rides, and uh, I'm gonna take the money from the community. I mean, and then I'm gonna leave the community with the money. Like, 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 like obviously, you three have done this a lot more. So you know what you're doing. That's what I heard. But that sounded like a bunch of nonsense to me. I don't, how, how can we? Well, the way these speak, negotiations like, there's work, no way yeah. he's going to bring in the kind of people. You got to do the initial walk away, yeah. and then we've got to do an initial walk away, and then and then we actually start haggling the deal. That sounded like those were some pretty hard figures that I, aren't going to be like, what, that, rubbing. On the terms. That's how this works, man. That's how he, that's how he acts at first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's but we also played the Catholic Church picnic card that we actually don't know any yeah, of these Catholic charges. Also, but we pretended like we know all of them. Tony's and if he's like, yeah. I don't know if you know, but I'm a, I'm a local big shot. And then he stuck his thumbs under his suspenders <laughs> he did and do snapped that. them. And, he said, there's a saint. Yeah. And then he just made up a saint's name down yeah. the road over there. A couple, over couple miles head, away like, and they do a thing. There's, there's no church called that within 600 miles of here. <laughs> that's a lie, dude. I backed him up on that. I was like, you know, that's one of those church picnics that people that have moved out of the community will come back to because they see everyone they've ever known. <laughs> Tony opens up his cigar case and, and fires that up and sticks his thumbs back under his <laughs> suspenders. Yeah, yeah, It's fine. We'll sign your agreement when you come into town, but there's going to be some new taxes enacted that you're going to have to pay to get out of town. <laughs> Turns out our little city's enacted a carnival tax. It's, uh, it's, it's totally new. Point. It didn't exist when we signed that contract. It's but 30% it is, uh, on the first 30000 yeah, of your yeah. it's, only, it's only if you bring in more than 10 rides. Oh, you got 11? Oh, almost skated by. <laughs> so close. Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. The mayor's a member of your lodge. This, this is all crookedness. I'm Tony sure sticks you'd... his thumbs under the suspenders. <laughs> Life's one yeah. circle, buddy. I'm yeah. sure you'd hate to see this pretty little rod in my impound lot. <laughs> Town police are putting parking boots on the on the roller coaster trailers. <laughs> Get the counting, Carney. Oh, that's Get awesome. Get the counting. Uh, that's how we run this show here. That's uh this fair is gonna happen. Then he was We're call- gonna get our then money. Then he was That's- calling our food guy the little food guy, the little piss ant food guy. And I'm like, <laughs> your little food guy. I heard that. Your I'm like, food when you tell your little food guy. That if you'll notice, every time he said his name, he said it wrong, and I'm pretty sure he did that on purpose. You couldn't that have said it like, wrong that uh, many times on no, accident. No, no, no. I've never he said it wrong different guy. every time. He was trying. He was trying to make it like like this dude is such a. <coughs> and then I'm literally like, <laughs> Do you have tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
So does he not know this guy's the one who does like the state fair or no? He's he, well aware because his yeah, dad knew who yeah, who knows. this guy was, and that's the main reason this guy showed up because he said his dad told him this guy doesn't do anything unless it's a good size, good event, blah blah blah. That's re- the whole reason he showed up. So and in the he, end, he's thinking he's going to screw us, but we're really screwing him because that dude's a friend of ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does it as a favor. I mean, these fairs are a complicated matter. Like, we, we do the shows where we talk about, like, oh, the sleepless, sunburnt, and hungover for charity thing. He that's really just, loves that line. That's just, at, good line. that's just at the event. Like, the work we have to put in there. We, we never really talk about the months and months, sometimes years, of, right. of this type of of just screwing over poor carnies and whatever we have to do to get our money Sir, for the well, children. It's, it's not even months. It's just continuous. No, as soon as one's over, ends. we like start planning for the next one immediately. And I'd like to correct what you just said about screwing over a carny. If we screw over a carny, we're just getting even with the carny. That's true. We're, we're, not, were trying. we're not ahead of the carny. No, they were trying to, to, yeah. No, it's like a chess game that they didn't realize you were playing too. Like, like Until it's over. Like, we just break even with the carny. Like, there's no, like, we got over on him. And then their their roller coaster trailer drives away with its tail between its wheel axles. I mean, basically, and, what yeah. we do is we just negate the f- they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. I mean, Thanks, Jason. We were, we were waiting for Harlan to have to write something down. It's yeah, a hard job. I went the whole first part of the show without swearing. I know. At what point do I get to come in and bang that guy's girlfriend? Uh, that fair. would be there will probably be plenty fair. of opportunity. Yes. Uh, okay. I can show you. I can, can show you even. a couple rooms. Well, never in mind. fact, you we'll could talk. talk that later. You could talk to uh, to Master Mason Nipples about uh, good opportunities for <laughs> no, for that. No, at the he fair. he knows the bad rooms. Don't use those. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're into doing it in Porta Johns, that's. Uh, I'm not really particularly. Bruce and I can get you into the mayor's office. Bruce and Tony's wife always disappear at these events. Just follow them. Why do you have to do that when he's here? He, dude, he's dying of tuberculosis. <laughs> he can't do anything about it now, anyway. Tony, if you die, can I have your wife? <laughs> Never mind. Let's move on. So, uh, what, hang on. Before we go any further, we finished up our weeks. We didn't get to my week. I don't care about my week because I, was, I can't talk yeah, about it. No, I was assuming we were just going to skip your week. Under court order. This man, however, since he's here now. Oh, yes. Y'all remember the hotel room he, he pooped on the walls in? Like an animal. <laughs> what did you do to some more hotel rooms this week? <laughs> I've got three different hotels that they've got my picture up, and I'm not allowed to ever come back. Matter of fact, there's a chain of hotels. I've, <laughs> I've got to give up my rewards card. Too. This guy's a legend in the cleaning ladies union. Like you, you go down to like local 46, and they've. Uh, <laughs> All these little ladies in their cleaning maid outfits are just I was so throwing ex- darts at Hi, Tony's Karumba. picture. I was so excited. I had the Coke guy. I was heading down south, Dothan, Alabama, then over to Jackson, Mississippi. And the Coke guy actually found me an EA in Jackson, Mississippi on Tuesday night. And I'm planning on going to that EA. I never made it. Um, I took pneumonia. Uh, or I had some problem that happened Tuesday. By the time I got to Jackson, Mississippi, my stomach is just like exploding. It's just jabbing this horrible pace. Now, hang on. The Mr. Cocaine guy, does he not, like, has he now got your cell phone number or something? We talk to each other through Facebook messaging. So he doesn't have my cell phone number. So your friend's on Facebook? Yes. So he knows, he now knows the secret location of the program? No. I, I don't think he's actually bright enough to figure that out. <laughs> 
Um, it's an area code. <laughs> you know he's going to hear this, right? You know he has your Facebook thing that lists your hometown, your high school, your yeah, place of employment. So how, how security he, number. How, wait a minute, but how would he know to Facebook friend me? How did he find me? He found oh, me through your no, Facebook. No, he didn't. Mm. Because well, that's because you had to go and like the After Lodge page. That's how he did it. Because you tried friending my After Lodge account, and I'm like, dummy, that's not what this is for. Oh. We're friends on my real Facebook account, not my show Facebook account. Okay. I mean, when they go to the After Lodge you know, Facebook you, you, and they find just, a Bruce Harlan and Tony who right, are right, fans right, of right. the page. You just, you just called this man, who, who sometimes is technologically confused on Reddit, mm-hmm. a dummy because of that, essentially? Me? No. Him. Oh, you pointed him. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Pointing. I'm pointing that. <laughs> okay. I Watch where you're pointing that thing. I right. think if I point in that general direction, it's going to hit Tony. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Safe bet. And you don't understand Reddit. And not only are you so confused you don't understand Reddit, you also don't understand Facebook and oh how boy. people could track you on Facebook. Most people don't. It's a oh, divorce lawyer's enough. favorite yeah. tool. Anyway, so so very so, handy. So I need to unfriend the After Lodge podcast, and that would fix this. And then also all of us personally. It's it's you delete your account. <laughs> delete your account. Let's just skip. And then never log on ABC Facebook again. I, I can't delete my actual Facebook account. Sure you I mean, so <laughs> let's get because we have a show to do, and we're way behind now. That's where I get my news? Uh, let's oh. get. <laughs> How news. else will I get my news? Yo, we got a lot of topics on this board today. I understand. And okay, we're like so an I hour to, behind. Uh, uh, anyway, so Coke guy uh, uh, hits me up. We uh, he, he sends me to an EA. I'm going to go to that EA. I never made it. Uh, I got sick. A bunch of bile or whatever on top of my stomach. A what? I, I get to the hotel room. Actually, I, I went and bought some gas X. Thought maybe it was gas, and that wasn't it. I threw up in the parking lot of the Walgreens. Uh, in downtown Jackson, Mississippi. Um, Put that out on the air. They've been looking for you. Now they they know. (laughs) I make it back to the hotel room, and I literally filled up you know the, the the hotel waste baskets, okay? The how how big they are and everything. Oh, one I literally filled three fourths of the way up, oh. the other one I filled halfway up, and so now I've got these two baskets, and I'm and I'm projectile vomiting, and so this is going out past. What's it smell like? Vomit, vomit, bow. Really? Bowel, could you could you tell vomit. this story a little bit slower and maybe sexier? Because maybe a little more liquid. It's doing it for me. I just would like to enhance the experience a little bit. I, I'm projectile vomiting, so I've got vomit on the walls, on the bed sheets, all over, and I'm and I'm crawling around the floor with a towel, trying to dab stuff off. But I, I'm just I'm rearranging to, deck chairs on the Titanic's. What you're doing? Yeah, I'm close to death. So I've, I I make it through the night. I get up the next drive to work. Couldn't even go in the building. I park outside and I just sit outside the building for like two hours. Well, you got to yeah. admire your dedication. <laughs> I was at work. Uh, sales rep comes out. That's because he didn't want to be there when the maid opened that door. <laughs> sales rep comes out and says, you know, boss man, you okay? And I'm like, no. After How's two keeping? hours? Yeah. After How's two keeping? hours, you're in the parking lot. Ah! Write a check for this room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could smell that room outside of that room. Yeah, it was it was bad. So This poor lady quit her job. <laughs> did you hang a do not disturb on home. the door <laughs> as you left? Yeah. Any so, diarrhea involved or anything? Yeah. Actually, actually, no. Nothing was okay. going through. It was all coming up the top side. Okay. There was nothing <laughs> below. So I like how you go to your workplace and you're sitting in the parking lot for two hours. They all see you out there. Yeah. And it's two hours for somebody. Is that man dead? You reckon we ought to go check on him? <laughs> like, it's not my prerogative to go out there and ask him why you're sitting in the parking lot like a creep, boss. 
like see Casey in the place. I like how it's two hours. Like you could have been dead for like an hour and a half. You could have been cold by the time he yeah, came and checked was, on you. It was about ten ten thirty before they actually came out there. And so he says, "You need to get me a hotel room." I'm like, "Well, you can't check into a hotel room to about three o'clock." And evidently, he knew the local hotel people, and so he drives me over to. He drives your truck, or he no, drives he you in a, his he car. He gets in my truck and drives, and have another employee follows him to the hotel so that they can bring him back because I'm I'm dead to the world. And so I get to the hotel, I get back in the room, I lay down, take a little nap, wake up. You know up, what? You know what I'm being reminded of right now? And then fill up two more waste paper baskets. I'm being reminded of a of a play I once saw called Death of a Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> it was real close. Was it old? Did they use words like waste paper baskets? <laughs> I don't remember much of it. I think there was a traveling salesman, and he died, and nobody knew him. And they were like, "Jesus, we got to deal with this dead ass." And they waited two hours. Definitely waited two hours. <laughs> they were hoping somebody else would handle it. So I spent the day in the hotel, throwing up, puking. It was horrible, and I've got puke over again. Now, what kind of puke is it? I mean, like, surely you've not ate. Uh, no, I haven't dude. ate. It's got a, it's, it's got some chunks because I did eat some vegetable soup. Okay, so okay. it's got some chunks in it, but it's it's like this yellow bile stuff. What would you say the consistency is? Is it watery or is no, it like very, a mucusy? The first, the first puke was more chunky <laughs> oh because I had had some Wendy's chili. Uh, oh, there's your problem. Uh, yeah, I yeah, solved it for you right there. <laughs> that's what. I, that's the last thing I had ate. That's how you got chlamydia in the lungs. You ate that Wendy's chili. So, anyway, so, anyway, so, so I, day two, it, it's it's Pucapalooza part two. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. The return of the bile. The the pressure would build up, I, and I'm not I'm not puking on my own. I have to physically ram my fingers down my throat <laughs> and make myself puke because the pressure's building up in my abdomen. Yes, my belly and your abdomen cavity is building up so bad. I've got to relieve this pressure. The so. funny part is you're a grown up. Go on, <laughs> and so I'll stick my fingers down my throat and force myself to throw up. Now it won't be an immediate throw up. It'll be like you stick it down and you wait, and then you kind of wait for a second, and then you go. Err. Uh, oh, you, you get the then, burps at first. Yeah, oh, and then, and then that's a bad a sudden, one. And then all of a sudden, then it comes. And, it, and when it comes, it comes like like the, the shining or the exorcist. The end of Carrie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that. And it's just spraying everywhere. If you ever puke so hard, you busted the blood vessels in your eyes? Because I've done that. That's fun. That I so I, anyway, come yeah, on. I survived that day. I finally get that next morning. I mean, this hotel room, it's just freaking, it's its its horrible. Yes. I mean, there's puke everywhere. On the walls, uh, on the bedspread. Again. On the remote control. And so I get in the TV. The, I get into the in truck. In the heater vents. And I'm like, I'm going home. God, I'm that's going the home. worst. <laughs> and so I start driving, and I'll drive for about an hour. I'll stop at a rest stop, get out, drive for an hour, stop at a rest stop, go take a nap. And now, so, now, is your wife employed? Y- uh, yes. She is employed. Yes. So, so she had offered to get an airplane. She was going to get on an airplane and come down and pick me up and drive me home. But I figured that would take longer than me getting home. Yeah, well, I'm just, out, you know, wrong. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that concerned about you personally. But as a person who uses the roads <laughs> in these United States, it concerns me that I have a man who is periodically projectile vomiting uncontrollably. I should driving a vehicle once an hour. Driving a, a vehicle that. that a Donald Trump voter would drive. Have you seen his truck? Yeah, it's, it's true. large. Yes, so. it is a very large truck. He probably didn't puke in the truck, though, because it's new. No, I yeah. never puked no, in the truck. He, he, yeah, he, no, he controlled the, no, no. the hotel room. I'll wreck that shit. Sure, yeah. <laughs> we'll but this truck's mine. 
Yeah, I got to get in the truck. uh, uh, Friday, I spend all day. Saturday, miserable. Decide to go to the emergency room on Sunday, and then they tell me I've got pneumonia. But it's not. Tony, it's. I hate to correct you. I'm sorry, Punoma. Thank you. Punoma, yeah. (laughs) There you go. The P don't be silent. Uh, So, anyway, so I go there. They take the, the CAT scan thing or whatever, and they said, okay, you've got pneumonia. But it's not or viral. lung cancer. cancer. We don't know. It's not viral pneumonia. It's bacterial pneumonia. And where they think I got it is in all that vomiting that I didn't start out with pneumonia, but I inhaled. You aspirated the vom- yeah. your own your own vile infested puke. <laughs> yes, and so I breathed in the vomit, got into my lungs, and that turned into to pneumonia. Could have been something in the room. Hey, you guys want to order a pizza? I'm getting kind of hungry. Yeah, I know. Now, I, so that was my week. I drug us through this this puke fest. To tie something together that I believe some people have forgot about because we had an hour-long break. My wrists, because we did that last night. Who's out there? Somebody's out there. You're what? Nothing. Go on. Probably Stu. So he's lost. I want to go get him. Like <laughs> he's in the back of the kitchen, just <laughs> making waffles or something. I know there was a lodge back here. I, I <laughs> the same day you were sick. Harlan was sick. Yes. Ooh. With the same. Almost exact symptoms. Did y'all have a little prayer session on Sunday before you left town, or how did y'all communicate this? What we, I'm assuming is a close quarter disease to never each other. Saw each other on Sunday, as you remember, it was the ice apocalypse. I think mine was no, ladder. no, because you're th- you're on the wrong week, sir. Because the ice apocalypse is when he went to the ER. This was the week prior to the ice apocalypse. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, but I wasn't sick that week. I was sick this past week. Damn it, you blew a hole through the middle of my theory. Yeah. Uh, you went over and made up with him when he was in the hospital. I, I There's some way you two made out, I just know it. I feel it in my bones. Maybe there was a third party that communicated the disease from one to the other. We we did share... If that's the we case, did, we did you both, need to check on your woman, because she's not only cheating on him, she's cheating on you. We both Am bought... I sick? No. That's true. We both bought shares in the same corporate company, so that could have done it, too. There are at least two people out there, by the way. I don't know if somebody wants to yeah, go see what's going on in the dining <laughs> room. <laughs> but there is more than one person out there now. Well, nobody's moving. I'm going to go out of here and get shot or beat up. One of the two. Hey, if they better that, not be touching my stuff. If it's that carny, send his girlfriend back. That carny came back. He, he's not <laughs> a real carny. Tell him the game's on back here. Yeah, get the game on. He's not a real carny. He was just here casing <laughs> the place. It's in Brian's pants, ma'am. Tony, you yeah. set us up. I think it's Eastern Star. Oh, oh boy. yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Shit. I forgot about that. What are they doing? They're having some kind of thing out in the dining room. They don't right? need in here, though, do no. they? Okay. I think they're coming in to make sure we're keeping the lodge up. Fantastic. I think he just told her. Boy. Is there, like, anything we need to get off the tables in there or something? I don't don't think so. My laptop's in here. I left that big black dildo out there, though. Yeah, that's a concern. I was going to say, that's probably already disappeared. No, the carny ran off with that one. The Eastern Star's Uh, out there. It's disappeared. They're smuggling it out the old-fashioned way. Now that I know about the carny, I feel like we ought to go out to the parking lot and look around. Make sure all the cars are out there. You know, I feel like I, you know, I think I left my doors unlocked anyway. He's dude, that's he's a big time car. He's not small time. Did you drive his employees the, would steal the car? No, I didn't drive the. Oh, oh dude, that car you drove was it the, funny? It was the, cool. Wasn't the it? purple one. Yeah, the purple. The Brian was in a purple Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, that was awesome. So on a more important note, yeah. 
in less than a week from today, the regionally famous Dastardly Deeds After Lodge Lodge Chili Cook-Off will be taking place at this lodge. And Tony will be well now, in Tony, time. Seeing as how you're, you're going to, of course, enter in the Chili Cook-Off, what would you say the consistency of your chili versus that garbage can you left in that poor hotel room? The first God. vomit, it'd be very similar. Similar the to the first ones, vomit, would you say? Probably a little thicker. I'm still trying to figure out how he won this cook-off last year and left Politics. with a full pot of chili. They all ate his uh, peanut butter sandwiches he fixed. That's that's what it yes. was. They voted for peanut. He brought peanut butter sandwiches to a chili cook-off. Cause this, that's this, how you win a chili cook-off. chili cook-off, as we discussed last year, is a no-holds-barred like chili cage match. There are no rules. We, we don't have this elaborate judge system and unmarked crockpots and so on like like most lodges would do. Here, it's it's pure pure anarchy. I it remember. is may the, the worst man win. Now, Harlan. Oh, I remember this. And know, we enjoy it thoroughly. Last year. Yes. I remember what Now, happened. you're a crybaby about this chili cook-off. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. Harlan is still upset about it. Did you study his crockpot and go buy an identical model so that there will be voter confusion because uh, you've gonna, had a whole year to prepare if i said yes he would come with a different crock pot so no so you did no so you didn't what if you right. made your same chili as last year but just also brought peanut butter sandwiches do you, do you think that would well i don't know because i feel like tony's gonna come up favor. with something well this year you gotta remember the uh the 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 not jpm anymore's family stacking the deck again who didn't show up in force last year mm. Then Brother Squared has been out casing the county and handing out these custom-made little, like, uh, I heard party Brother favors. S- I like, heard Brother Squared is in the process of adopting 14 children from Kenya just yes, to have... To put in the chili. Yes. No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. Because uh, that's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Just just so he has them as voters in the chili. percent more Kenyan. <laughs> Um, there, there is, uh, and then who knows what, uh, landscaper Josh is going to do again. Cause if you remember last year, he tried killing my wife. When he found out that you weren't going to vote for his chili. He tried to send your wife to the hospital. So you wouldn't be here to vote. He tried killing my wife is and, and very while, allergic to honey. While the ambulance was on the way, she <clears throat> managed to scribble out a number on that little ticket slip and get it in the basket before she left in the ambulance. It, actually, it wasn't a number. It said anyone, but the one that killed me. <laughs> and, and so Josh kind of negated himself because he, he lost a vote off of trying to get murder. rid of a negative vote. Yeah. Murder and murder. treason are not, not below board for, for this chili cook-off. My wife. chili cook-off is an extreme event. It and is, that's why Donald Trump won't stop the Mexicans from coming in because they come over here and they give your wife honey when they're allergic to it. I understand Donald Trump entered our chili cook-off in the past and it has gotten so notoriously dirty that even he is afraid to try to transact competition. I heard here. that if he doesn't get the chili win, he's going to run as an independent chili next year. Uh, that's an option. I think so. He's going to start oh. his own lodge across the street with another chili cook-off where there's only one chili and it's his chili, and he's going to pull all of our chili eaters over to there. Uh, he's going to destroy know. the uh, ALG. No, I don't. I lost that joke somewhere along the way. I, don't know. I felt like it was going somewhere. I heard that our, our I witness just got lost looked back and it wasn't there anymore. Our, our witness protection guy. <laughs> I thought I was entering, line leader. Turns out I was alone. He's entering a, a chili, but 
I think like the mob's going to be involved He'll in ensuring his victory I am not one way or another. worried about him coming to the chili cook-off because that man has already forgot about chili. So this year, if we show up to the cook-off, he doesn't have a chili entered, but there's Italian guys in black trench coats at the door. No, but he's going to want to know where all the money from the chili <laughs> cook-off went. <laughs> it goes to the Eastern Star. Why are we letting the government tell us how we can run our nonprofit organization? Because that's who decides the year then. Not well. Why can't I just start a business and say I'm a nonprofit? Well, you can if you follow the rules. Um, yeah. that was our annual shareholders meeting of our social club. I tried not to I talk about that. It was an that. awful evening. And then Tony and his prodigy. His offspring of his loins screwing up everything at every turn. Yeah, it's all fun and games. By making joke nominations that are in the official record of the nonprofit organization that now have to be dealt dealt with because you know his brother is such a stickler for the rules, he's not deleting what you just said. That's true. He is a stickler for the rules. The most important meaning of the rule, uh, rule, most important meaning of the year, and Tony thinks it's funny to ruin everything. Also, we never have a talk about what a point of order is. I feel like... <laughs> point of order. Point of order. <laughs> point of order. Does, is anybody going to order pizza? Is it that, point of, point that, of order? that would be a point of order, yes. That's not what you were doing last night. Point of order. Let's move on to the whiteboard. Yes. These are all Let's, please. Let's. topics from last week. Uh, we really haven't added anything to this board, but we need to handle these topics. And we're going to start with video games with Freemasons in it. Thoughts, feelings, examples. Dragonfall. If you haven't played it, you're missing out. Uh, what, what, is, what style of game would you say it is? Shadowrun is is a, I guess you'd call it a strategy RPG, maybe. That's um, yeah. But if you're Turn familiar based. with the Shadowrun like, tabletop game, it's based off of that. Um, Do they mention us by name? No, but in this game, because you can like choose different paths to go down. At some point, you're approached by a guy who's willing to pay you more money if instead of delivering this information you got for another guy that was paying you, you bring it to him instead. And if you choose to take that, you start to progress down a different storyline where there's this group and they're like super secret and you always just get in touch with one of their contacts and they're known just as the Black Lodge. And they're in government and politics and business and industry. So it's everything you wish we were. Kind of, but <laughs> all the reasons we actually joined. And then it's but like right. yeah, a, that's, he joined. That's what Harlan there's thought a, he was getting there's into. There's a guy, you know. There's like at some point, I think the uh, the master of this lodge gets involved somehow, and I believe there was a reference to to deacons or stewards or something like that. And there's there's all these little subtle hints that they're talking about the Freemasons, but in like 2065 or whenever it is. Okay. Um. That's notable because I've played it recently, so I remember that one. Clearly. I've seen you popping up on Steam playing that game occasionally. Uh, the I believe I never played Assassin's Creed, but didn't that every have single some, one of those had yeah. pretty strong references? Overturns. More because of the Templar, which I only played the first one, and, and the Templars were the bad guys in that one. I hear later on that the Freemasons are not really necessarily the bad guys in later games? Well, I mean, the Templar that were in the first one, I, I don't know if it's fair to say they were the bad guys, but you were fighting, you were fighting them. against them. You killed a lot of them. Yes. Oh, yes. There was a game called Hellgate in London that was made by the original developers of Diablo 2 uh, that was really just, like, the Templar connection as well, but, like, the money in that game had square encompasses on it. 
and there were a lot of references to lodge type stuff and uh let's not forget the most famous at at its time was uh world of warcraft if you played for the alliance ton of 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 mason references in world of warcraft the alliance the early early levels uh was it westfall i think was the zone and there was the defias brotherhood which was the uh stone Stone masons that the king had wronged and they They were were, they didn't he didn't pay them yeah so they were taking their money back out of yeah, not really thieving, but thieving against the government only. I guess it is was the way to put it. Unfortunate in the game though, because in every quest they were portrayed as dummies, like they were always doing the stupid stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you're right. Yeah, they were kind of. And like you were the one who was supposed to go there and like just finish them off. There was a guy in Ironforge that was like had some kind of title that related to us. I don't remember what it was. Um... And then there was the quest in Gadgetzan, I believe. Oh my god, this is so freaking nerdy. Where, like, the reward for the quest was Mason's ring. And then, like, yeah. the description was a fraternity ring. Um, See, I don't remember, because all the time I spent playing that was before I joined. Yeah, before you had something <laughs> else to do with Tom. Right. Um, so, yeah. so, like, a side topic. Uh, last night before Lodge, I had recently bought a new DS. <clears throat> And I was sitting at the table before Lodge, playing it while we were talking. And Marshall looked at me and said, are you an almost 40-year-old man sitting here playing a DS? <laughs> and I said, yes. No, he is 40. And I, f- you. <laughs> you said, no, I'm an almost 60-year-old <laughs> man playing a DS. 38. And uh, he, he, he said, why? And I said, because I'm almost 40 and I do what I want. Mm. So yeah, I do what I want. Um. Yeah, so, um, and then I was talking about some uh, technology today that was the most disappointing gaming technology ever, and you said you had something that would top it, and you were only going to tell me on the show, so please tell me. Go ahead and, well, I said the engage. Bring up yours. The phone that was like a Game and Boy describe phone. describe all the reasons that, and you had to talk that stuff, in it. Say all that stuff you said earlier. Yeah, you had to talk in it sideways, you had to like remove the battery to change the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it was huge and bulky. Like, it wouldn't go in your pocket. You looked like a... a, like it, a it failed as both a gaming device and, and a, a phone. phone. It served neither of the two functions it was supposed to serve. And that's what it was made for. And then somebody said the power glove and... The power glove, Arnold yes. was like, that's the worst. Because you, like, you had the image whenever the power... I know, Tony. We'll get back to older stuff in a minute. I know the power, the power glove... power glove is like Tony's era. <laughs> when he was 40. Um... Like, like the thing about the power glove is you thought like you were going to be punching people, like imaginary punching people, and it was going to be awesome, and you were going to be catching stuff in it, like imaginary stuff. It was going to be like... Wielding a magical gauntlet. Virtual, yeah. And what it was, was a controller that you wore on your hand, and then you pressed buttons on the controller on your hand, pretty much. It was nothing like what was in the commercial or in the... Because I think the B button, if you like clenched the fist, it sent like B, but that was... That was it. Yeah. So you were just like basically, and you couldn't use it because it sounded like a like a nineteen eighties typewriter when you were like <laughs> clink 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 clink. Yes, yeah. it was it was a horrible horrible device, and yeah. I said that was one of my biggest disappointments as a kid. And I'm just glad that I did not buy it. The kid down the street did, and yes. then all the other kids in the neighborhood was like, "Oh, that sucks. You bit the bullet on that one. Glad it wasn't me. I can buy a game instead of that stupid glove." That's a cool looking idea, though. Like, cool. like, like if you saw an ad for it in a magazine, you were like, "That's the coolest Do you thing." Remember ever? the Fred That's Savage awesome. movie, The Wizard, where he won the whole gaming tournament with that glove? Oh, yeah. 
And, I mean, then, you, and then you brought up the robot. Uh, Rob ro- was stupid. Rob, Rob. Yeah, that's what was, it was stupid that and came with a, the original he was, NES. He was a gaming companion. But, dude, he turned right and left and dropped a rod. That's what he did. Mm. That's it. He did nothing else. Anyway, the device I'm thinking of cost roughly about $150, so it was not a cheap thing. It was a uh, something you wore on your head to mm. play a game. Are you talking about the Virtual Boy? That is what I'm talking oh, about. Every God. game on it was only one color, red. red. Everything was different shades of red, and you could not play that for more than five minutes without getting Brain a, a migraine-inducing headache. Never. It was 3D, and too. also, the thing weighed 40 pounds, and you had to wear it like with all of that sitting on your nose. Mm-hmm. So not only did it give you like headaches, it also gave you like face aches, and the games were boring as hell. It was like it tennis. It was like Pong. Tennis? Yes. Was it? I never saw one of those in the wild. I saw no. them at Toys R Us. Yes. And, and I would and play Target, it. And that's it. And I would play it for five minutes at Toys R Us, and I'd be like, why would any... No. Hell no. That I would leave, and like, Mom, I want to go home. I have a headache. <laughs> and and this was in the 90s when $150 was you know more than like, it is now. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's how much like a new gaming system cost back then. I had no idea you were supposed to wear it on your head. Like I said, I never saw one in the wild. Right. The <laughs> ones at Toys R Us and, and Target were like on a tripod. Yes. Like, I had no idea. Yes. Right, right, right. That makes that invention so much worse. Because mm-hmm. all I can think about is how awkward it would be to set it on the table and then have to, like, scoot up to it and get your eyes just right. Well, that's what you could do if you only wanted one of the two pains it caused, physical pains it caused. <laughs> if you wanted both, well, no, you had to wear it on your head also. Then you got neck pain because you had to, like, arch your head like this to stick your face in the little tripod. And I mean, the 3D effect was neat, but for the time... You know, I, I would have paid like $10 for it, maybe. I think I had like three games for it. It was like Mario Tennis. Like, it was nothing like graphically intense, had, even no, oh, on no, a no, Nintendo no, no. scale. No, 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 I had no. more fun like with those 8 bit red if that. things Not that even you would put up like to your eyes bit. and like click the different pictures around the disc. That's called a Viewmaster dickhole. Yeah, yes, yes, then yes, I would yes. have had with the Virtual Boy. Like, like I think every, the Viewmaster was better. I, I agree. So, I hereby submit the Virtual Boy as the worst. Video I would, game accessory of all time. I would if I only knew somebody that got suckered into it. I don't know. I, like I said, I never saw one of them in the wild. I didn't know anybody that knew anybody that had well, they, it. No, they made... I mean, they kept making new games for it for like maybe six months after it came out. And then all I remember is one day walking in Target and it just wasn't there anymore. Like, I, I want to look this up now because I feel like they only made like three or four games for it. It's they released six with three... I think one of them was a golf game. One of them Mario was a tennis. Pong game. And Mario tennis was one. Like you had a little like Mario guy, and it looked like those LCD screens. That's what it was. It was an LCD screen. It yeah. wasn't like a. I mean, it, it was like layered, but yeah, it was it LDC, was. LCD screens. It has nothing to do with Freemasonry. We're, we're far afield again this week, gentlemen. We are, uh, but that's par the, for the uh, course lately. Yeah. Are there lodges that feed the homeless and the poor? Yeah, this is a question that come up on Reddit, and <clears throat> a lot of people are saying it's a bad idea that there are <clears throat> people that are more equipped to do that than, you know, setting up a soup kitchen in your lodge, but I got to thinking, especially in this area, there are a lot of lodges in parts of town that have now become, like, downtrodden. Mm-hmm. And, and these guys all, like, complain that they have to go to the bad area of town to go to their lodge that's been a lodge and it's been there forever. Like, I, don't, I mean, why is it such a bad idea? I don't think you should open a soup kitchen in your lodge for a lot of reasons. But I think this post was getting more at if you're having dinner 
and somebody walks in to your lodge's dinner and they're hungry, you feed them. I mean, like it's if you remember, there was a, a big post a while back we talked about where somebody come in and, and just ask for food, didn't ask for money, just yeah. ask if they could have some food, <coughs> and they refused and then wound up throwing the food away, yeah, and mean, he was completely disgusted I and mean, angry. We've done that here, not that. We had, uh, we've had two that I can think of off the bat. One showed up to a lodge evening, and one of them came to the breakfast, and like if a guy comes in and he's hungry and he's asking for food... That's something we've got. We might have money. We got food here. Well, have well, some food. Like man. my like, thing is, is like even if he's scamming and he's scamming for food, it's food. Like we're just gonna throw it away. Like, even if he's even if he's scamming, like it, it doesn't matter if if the guy's not homeless. Like if somebody comes in, it's and they ask food. for food, we're not gonna send someone away hungry. Like, Maybe this that's dude our isn't gonna pawn the food and buy drugs. Like he's yeah. gonna eat it or throw it away and if he throws it away worst case scenario he throws it away that's what we were doing with it anyway yeah. sometimes I mean maybe it's the the Judeo-Christian I hate that term values that permeate this lodge but like the idea of us sending someone away hungry well I don't know Judo and I'm not a Christian and I still like if somebody said can I have some food I'm gonna do well, yeah. what I can do to give them some food I mean if they if they come by in the middle of the week and like we don't have any food like I'm we're not gonna go like well, we might, depending on the situation. Me and you but, both know if we truly believed that we would yeah. give them cash money to go buy them some food. But the the whole argument that, oh, well, if you feed them, then there's going to be eight more that show up next week. And, and, and it, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we've got food. So we feed like, more. People. We don't have money so much. We got food. Like if, if you're hungry and we're having dinner, we'll give you a seat and some food. Like it, it's. Uh, maybe if that's for just nothing our else, lodge. it will save some lives because there's some people that don't need second and thirds that maybe will run out before they get to their thirds and mm. seconds. Yeah, we never run out of food here. Like that, we never have. Yeah, I've never seen that happen. Never, no. Um, and, and, I mean, I've seen it happen at two o'clock in the morning after well, <laughs> people took the food home. <laughs> yes, and then like we're like, oh, that's left these crumbs. I'll split them with you. Yeah. Uh, so, I I don't really get this one because I've never seen this. Like well, I, I mean, we're not in an area so much as like when I'm talking about like the lodges that are like in the bad neighborhoods now that used to be good neighborhoods where people are like down on their luck more so than here. But I've been like to the lodge up the road that's in in Little Mexico and and the our sister lodge or used to. I know be what you're talking about. Yeah. Like it's it's more likely that somebody would walk in there. But I, I can't say that I've ever heard of or seen them ever. Like if somebody walks in and you're. You have food on the table. My and they're food. hungry. Marr. Yeah. Get out. My food. Marr. Like that's that's not even a Masonic thing. I think that's just a it's just a like human a thing. Human thing. thing. Like, yeah. Like a like a, a, a yeah a human thing. Like just to to tie that back to to a little bit of theology. Like this stuff with Sodom and Gomorrah where somehow we've perverted that into those cities were destroyed because they had gay people in them. Right. That's not what that was about at all. No, no. Those what? cities were reduced to ash by fire and brimstone because they were doing what this post is talking wait about. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Somebody minute. was hungry, you had food, and weren't feeding them. Whoa, 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 like whoa, it's, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying if I have the gay sex, I won't be destroyed by the wrath of the yeah, gods? That's, as long that's as you feed the hungry. what I'm saying. Right. If if you want to go have gay sex and 
be hospitable to your fellow man. I feel like the powers that be are much more okay with you. Mm. I think maybe, Jason, what he's saying is that the gay sex thing has nothing to do with the decent human thing. Yeah. I mean, was it sprinkles on top of not the, related <clears throat> on the city destroying? Was it like, like, like an add-on? Was it like, no. God, I think we need to destroy this city because they're not feeding the hungry. Oh, and they do it in the butt. And God was like, ah. I mean, you kind of had me, but I mean, pff, there's no doubt now. No, they're Jeez, also they're no. horrible people. Plus, they're like doing it in the butt. I mean, that's dirty. If it was just one or the other. They were not showing hospitality to because the the law of the time was somebody shows up, Jeez. you give them bread and 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 water like you break bread with them and send them on their way like it, it it didn't matter who they were. Tony is the most holy among us. What's what's your opinion? <coughs> oh, okay, that settles that. <laughs> Tuberculosis. Have you been having gay sex? I, I feel the wrath of God coming down on you right now. Yeah. Uh, actually, I hate to say this, but Harlan is exactly right. If you read the you entire never say story, those words. If, if you read the entire text, yeah, they were doing it in the rectal they, region. They, they but, weren't, wasn't? They but, weren't. but it was like sprinkles, oh, right? Wasn't it like was like sprinkles. It was like sprinkles though, on like the shit the Sunday. Romans did it, that. Yes, the always. Line, it, it was. The There's reason. one line about that where the people are surrounding the house, saying, "Bring them out so that we can lie with them." Hmm. That's it. It, it wasn't saying that the city, everybody was engaging in butt I think sex. I may have said those exact words in that exact order before. They wanted to do that because in that time, that was a way of humiliating somebody and, and telling them they'd made a mistake by coming here. Once you lose like your compassion and right. your humanity, yeah. and that's what happened to them, they were worried more about possessions so than hang they were worried on. about So what you're saying other. to me, is, is there literally like... I'm going to humiliate you by performing gay activities with you. Yes, in the time, that was a very common thing. But my point is, that's so confusing to me, because you're also participating in the thing that you're making them do to humiliate them. Like, it was common, you'd have two armies meet on the battlefield, and the winning army to... So in the ancient world, it was fine if you were the top. Yeah, the exactly. bottom was the exactly. only battle. Yes. That, that, was, that was the humiliating the, one. The was general being the of the victorious I, I never, army. I mean, I know all this. I'm just pointing out how ridiculous it is. <laughs> well, the general of the victorious army would, would sodomize the general of the losing army in front of his troops to, to cement the fact that I ima- this I is done. I imagine he, like, talks some smack while he's doing it, yes. too. Yes. Gave him gonorrhea. And then they cut his head off or whatever. Just, <laughs> you know. But it was to make a point. That, and that's that, yeah. why generals started killing themselves when things went south. Yes. Yes, very much so. Because I'm going to die anyway, but at least I'm going to die with a virgin butthole. <laughs> right. Uh, Let me go ahead and take this this break <laughs> in the conversation here. Uh, the Virtual Boy, uh, they released 22 games for it. How many involve butt sex? <laughs> None that I saw. Only 14 uh, here in the U.S., though. That was a nice callback. Thank you. I, I just wanted to give the update on that. In case any of the listeners were still curious, if they had not had their fill of general butt sex, yeah. general with capital G, then, you know, we've got that covered now. So the after lodge advice to our brethren is if your lodge is having dinner and somebody shows up and they're hungry and you don't feed them, you should probably just stop having dinner or stop having lodge. Stop having lodge. Something. Yeah. Or, and then take them out back and no, call yes, them. Yes, and then, and then the bums. No, no I, I because say... Because fire you, and brimstone will be raining on your lodge. You should have lodge, and this time you should listen yeah. to the degree work. <laughs> listen and, and just... Think about the words that are coming out of your mouth while you're performing the degree work and how it related to the situation you had earlier. Then get back with us. Let us know what you learned. And there's there's no exceptions to this. Like, if the guy walks in 
and he's wearing cufflinks and he's 400 pounds, it doesn't matter. It's food. Like, just just feed the guy. And, and like, here's the other thing is, like, for a human being to ask for food yeah. is already, like, a big deal to them. Like, you got to be, like, I would have to be very, very hungry to be like, can I have some food, stranger? Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to have went through all of my fat reserves at that point and literally... I mean, you'd be looking like Brian by then. Right. God could never look like Brian. I mean, yeah, I'd my, put on weight. I mean, just my bones alone would be bigger than Brian. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> if Remove I was... the skin and the flesh. I was just a skeleton. Still bigger than... Hanging in the closet of a medical school. Still bigger than Brian. Frame. That's all. <sighs> so... All right. Yeah. So feed people when they're hungry. Did, did it's like we, literally, and if you're a Christian, like that's one of the actual things that man said to do. Like that's one of the, like a lot of stuff y'all say he said, he didn't really say, but he actually said, feed the hungry. It's assholes. more important than hating the gays and the infidels is feeding someone if you have food and they're hungry. No matter their station, right? No matter if they're, yeah. yeah. Jesus hung out with like prostitutes. Well, I mean. So do we. Never mind. Um, yeah, never mind. We're just like Jesus. <laughs> Could you say we're so? That's why you're bigger. doing it. Yeah. I would not say we're better than Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot what this brother joins in a regular lodge thing was about, but um, you, well, it, it, okay. I, I, so I, that's what it's about. Yeah. No, this story has many twists and turns and confusing. I'm, so okay. Really? Because it was only like three sentences. So there's a gentleman who is a homosexual. He has a partner, also a homosexual. Uh, didn't see that coming. We talking about the same story? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, that's that was a, that was a plot twist right yeah. there. His partner is a member of the lodge as well. So we have two gay brothers doing gay stuff together. Not with Why my working so tools, they're not. With the actions that's going on in the bedroom, I don't. Well, due to recent events throughout our country uh, involving some lodges and some homosexists, um, one of the members of this homosexual relationship leaves regular Freemason in the state in which he resides and joins an irregular body denounces mainstream Freemasonry from the irregular body while his partner remains an active member of the organization in which he denounced I smell trouble in paradise and there was a large part of disappointment because it was apparently like the guy who left and renounced is a really good guy. Was a really good brother. Are these are these dudes married? I, yes. Partners, the oh, word that was said. Partners. Are says they? husband. Husband. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I mean, this is this is one angle of of the homosexual relationships. Which, first of all, we've long said that gay people can't be members of the same lodge if they're in a relationship. We'll let the gays in. But one of you's got to be the woman and join the Eastern Star. <laughs> I'm, I'm of the understanding. I don't think we that, said uh, it that way, but sure. I'm of the understanding that they didn't under, that they didn't let them in at all. And some states in don't. This, in this domain, 
Um, we have a, a strong don't ask, don't tell policy. I see. I mean, in this... You got to take care of the ballot here. box, boys. This lodge right here, we don't let gays in because all in the, the ones that have applied, we didn't let them in for other reasons, not because they were gay. Oh, okay. You'd find something else. Mostly because they're friends of yours. Oh. Or because or they're Canadian. The, or Canadian. Like, the... Like the and we've hit our limit on Jews. We have a quota on Jews. Yeah, There's no more Jews that. allowed that's in the that, lodge. That's an open, that's a known secret. I mean, he kind Jews, of ruined that. it for everyone because we're like, yeah, we'll let Jews in. Then he comes in and we're like, no more Jews. That's it. <laughs> hit the limit on the Jews. He shuts that's, the door uh, behind him. Um, so, like, I, I think it's a mistake, first of all, having a um, couple being members of the same lodge. Same reason we don't let women in for part of the reason we don't let women in. But then how do you handle... Well, in the instance of brotherhood, how closer could two men be? That's getting kind of incestual, ain't it? But at some point, it's not a man-to-man relationship. It's a romantic relationship. But it still is at its core a man-to-man relationship. relationship. You're right. Um, Brian, it's like pornography. I I can't explain it to you, but I know it when I see it. Because I don't need them coming in, bitching at each other over who didn't do the dishes last oh, night. Oh, yeah, I heard that. And then you said you were going to take out the garbage. But guess what? I got up this morning, the garbage was still there, and nobody walked my dog. And, so and that the sounds dog like a lot like after on the lodge. It does. It does. It sounds a lot yeah. like what goes on after lodge yeah, among does. officers to me. Except we argue about the building and not our house. So everybody's so involved in the argument. the same thing and who didn't do the dishes and what yes. steward didn't take out the garbage. What if it was... But it, everybody's involved in that argument. They all have a concern in that. When these two people are arguing about their household, we don't live with them. I mean, unless it's one of those kind of relationships. In that case, maybe yeah, there's four or five people case. that are... Yeah. What if, all what if it was two straight dudes who were roommates who would have all the same arguments? That's a good point, I mean, I am just a man. smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> I don't. I don't have all the answers. Let me explain something. Y'all, y'all remember whenever you'd look at your dad when you were a kid, and your dad was Superman because he knew everything. No, no, mm. didn't have that experience. Mm. Okay. And then at some point, you realized that the age you were and the age your dad were, you were now that age. Yeah. And then you realized, oh, that dude didn't have a clue. He was just playing a role. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm doing, man. I don't know anything. I'm just playing a role. I can't answer all your gay questions. That was a straight well, I thought question. You were, you're, you're the connection to the gay community here for us. So this is that's why we ask these questions to you. So, okay, I see what you're saying. So let's... I mean, I guess it wouldn't be to the same degree because they don't love each other or whatever, but it's... There wouldn't be what the you're remote. talking about. I is understand. A lot of that would still be what you're saying. Domestic yeah. dispute, what you're saying. Yes. Relevant, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see problems arising with that, too. Maybe not to the level. But you're not going to say those two guys can't join together. I don't know, man. I mean, Seriously? If, if you're going to blackball one of those guys. If two 40-year-old dudes are living together, I'm going to go in and assume that... Why do they, they got to be 40? I just assume they were 40. Huh. Why can't they be 20? I mean, I'm making up this well, ideal scenario in my head as you're going through it. I mean, that's a lot more So what common. you're saying is... Like, is I like, lived I, with another man when I was 20. Right. I, two yeah. 40-year-old dudes living together, I don't think they're both straight. <laughs> Then he got some advice from a current politician. Said, "You ain't never gonna get elected living with a man." That's when he went and mm. you know well, no, made I, an I got married and had to had to foreclose on his room. But yeah, <laughs> and whoever the sound engineer is for this show, that makes that an excellent drop right there. That, Thank you. I'll take right. care of that. 
I'm trying to put together a retreat uh, coming up in the next month. I talked to you about yes, it. Yes, I night. will tell people. Tony's been inviting everybody to his hotel party Dude, in the state <laughs> capitol. That hotel is going to be a flop. He, like, I've heard him invite eight people. He's like, there's two beds, you break hot, whatever. I'm like, how much room is on the floor in okay, a hotel room? Okay, stop and already. Start, before we even talk about that, about? what is his record on hotel rooms, Jason? I don't <laughs> ever want to be I'm, in a hotel room with this guy ever that. for the his. Could you imagine if he started projectile vomiting? How many people he could hit with one projectile? He took out the oh, whole. He does it, and he's blocking the doorway. It's oh nobody going to go. Oh. He took out the whole degree team. You can't open. You can't open. It's, it's our district ritual team that's doing this master mason degree in the capital. You can't and, open and, a hotel window if they're all staying with Tony, and then he he just took out the whole the whole team. Like uh, the next Hopefully morning, they have adjoining room. The grandmaster's to to trying to tell the governor, like, uh, "Sorry, boss, this this ain't happening." Uh, like he invited me to stay with him, then I heard him invite six other people to stay with him, and I'm like doing the math on it. I was like, I would be more comfortable sleeping. In my car at that point. Uh, Sorry, y'all. I puked into seven different guys' lungs, and now they all have pneumonia. Also, also, could you imagine That's like a shit of nightmares, man? Like Tony, <laughs> Tony coming at you. <laughs> Let's imagine he doesn't get diarrhea or the vomits. Not it, while everybody's happen. in there. There's like like fourteen dudes sleeping in this tiny hotel room. Okay. Can you just imagine the snoring and the night farts? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Jason. I wouldn't want to stay in the same room as Tony if it was just me and him. Can you imagine? And there were you know beds. that you know like, that don't man take that snores. The wrong way, but I, I'm sure he does, <laughs> and it probably quakes the bed. Mount, no floor, my concern Jason. was I didn't. I didn't want like a broke back mountain scenario occurring. We're gonna have to. There's gonna be some ground rules. What happens in the hotel room stays in the hotel room. That's, that's, yeah, and if you you're hungry, I'll feed you so we don't draw the wrath of God upon us. Yeah, I don't want everybody trying to puke in your lungs. underwear, scratching. And <laughs> I mean, I sleep in the nude, yeah. Tony. I hope you're comfortable with that. We're just guys. Also, I have Deal a uh, I have a chronic masturbation issue when I sleep, so. He doesn't even know he's doing it. He's just asleep, yeah. and he—it's like sleep jerking. <laughs> like he's just and this. Like the weird part is his eyes are wide open, and he's walking around with his hand in his pants. It's and then if you're there looking at him, he winks at you every now and then. But I think this could be fun. When he's done, it's like Silence of the Lambs. You're taking it's, a oh. glorious, beautiful thing that could. Uh, <laughs> a beautiful thing that happens between fourteen men in the privacy. Horrible. What beautiful is going to happen in that hotel yeah, what room? Is beautiful? There's nothing going to be beautiful in there. I can promise you that. <laughs> God. Brian is done putting down his yeah. mic and picked up his phone. He's like, I'm just, I, I'm going to pretend like I'm not even here. I left the army so I didn't have to do that anymore. Like, that's. <laughs> so he doesn't in, have to. He just does it for fun now. Can find quarters with 14 other men. <laughs> he felt like a whore when he was getting paid to do it. Now nobody has a record mm. of it. So, anyway, oh. so, like. Except him. Let's move past the whole, like, we don't think they should be a member of the same lodge, which I think we all agreed on. I can't remember if we did or not, but I definitely agreed on it. <laughs> so that's Jason, all that Jason was the only one that said yes, so we all agreed on it. So what do you do when, like, now you've got a couple. One of them's quit, renounced Freemasonry, has joined a clandy organization, and the other guy's still showing up to meetings. You gotta talk to the other guy. Be like, hey man, you, you gotta get your man in line. Like he's But like he's not like in. actively causing trouble. Oh well then why does it matter? But well like it's like being a dude being in a lodge and his wife is not. Yeah, I mean my wife says anything. all kinds I mean, of denunciatory yeah. things right. about about Freemasonry. It, I, I don't see how it matters. 
I don't. Yeah, I couldn't. I'm with him. I, I don't know. I feel like this is more than your wife because it's like if you talk trash about the mob because he has a penis. So what he says is actually credible. No, is that is that where no. you're going? No, I mean like if you talk. Hey, we got a lot of women listeners. Again, we got reminded we have a lot of women listeners, and I don't like your demeanatory attitude demeanatory. towards the females who demeanatory. listen. Demeanatory. That's yeah. the word we're going. We're use. making up all kinds <laughs> of words. Demeanatory. Because I just did. Why not? Yeah, you just Yeah. Um, towards the women folk. Um, who I believe are by far the most caring and gentler of the sex is, and they also fix awesome sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. I know because so. that's all my wife can cook is sandwiches. I tried to a grilled cheese one time. She burnt both sides of it. I mean, I'm, I'm going with Colonel Brian on this one about, uh, you know, it, it, it's, I would just treat it the same as if a guy's wife is flying off the handle about the fraternity. Who cares? But my point yeah, what is, what goes is on inside the home is not, you know, like. But she's like, she doesn't have like knowledge of the inside. She might. She's not been. She could be she with initiated LDH. Paris. Right. <sighs> okay. Most wives aren't though. But how you you saying it's influencing this guy? I'm not saying it's influence. I'm saying like just because he has knowledge, it's I mean, a yeah. huge can of worms. And plus, like he can refute because he knows the rules. Like where you can look at your wife and say, "Well, you don't understand that because there's a whole bunch of other stuff that yeah, goes with that." So you she doesn't he's poison this guy's mind a little bit. You think? I'm not saying poison. It's just tainted thinking. Called my. Influence. Like, Bad influence. Like, I'm not trying to say that this dude's going to affect the other dude who's still in Lodge. Well, I'm saying it could affect the peace and harmony of the Lodge as a whole. I'm not talking about the one dude who's still Well, yeah, because all y'all are so worried about uh, what's going on with this one dude's relationship. That's yeah. how it's messing up the harmony. Correct. Mind your own Correct. business, boys. Look, let me explain something to you. I do not sleep well at night unless I know what my Lodge brother's sex lives are like. I know. I need to imagine it. I need to think about it. Put yourself into it. Get a clear image in my head of what's going on, and then I can sleep. Okay. Right, Tony? Absolutely. That's why Tony had to show him the stool. Candy Crush? What type of stool are we talking about? Um, Well, if you ever met Tony's wife, um, she she is a very petite lady, and Tony is whatever the opposite of petite is. And Jason has always pondered mechanically oh, I see. Yeah. how does this come to be <clears throat> more, more like how does she breathe <laughs> okay that's there too much ways. that's too much like no we're, we're trying to keep this vague I'm just trying to say like you're, you're, uh, you're suffocation you're, I, I believe should be a real fear yeah, I'm gonna tell you all straight up she's a strong woman she I understand that I'm just saying she has to be when he rolls over in his sleep and then she's gotta like push him off I mean it's she can do that. develop some strength okay. at some point. I mean, she's used to moving his dead weight. Okay. Yeah. I'm not worried about it anymore. <laughs> I love how Tony, the master troll, who any other time is 0% bothered by anything you could throw at him, <laughs> he's got this, has this uh, huge weak point. I love it. His, no, his he just woman. woke up. It wasn't that. Of course, I then again, last time I said something about her, he punched me three times in the face. He so, did. Yeah. He did. But he did. And that I happened in, in Lodge. For that. That was, I, was, I was out of line. In you Lodge. only apologized Absolutely after right. we took our obligations again, and I turned Absolutely to you during that right. one part, and you realized what you did. We yes. had our re-obligation night, and I had I actually listened in Lodge. Mm-hmm. And you paid I, attention. I came Good. And, and then he said, uh-oh. <laughs> you thought about what you did for a minute. You see, the thing right. about Tony is, is like that woman's what makes him human. Is his love for her and his kids, are the only thing that makes me uh, think that he's not 
a irredeemable human being. You know who he would be if he didn't have them? He would just turn... A monster. But more specifically... Like an actual troll. Like the kind that lives under the bridge. He would become the golem, except he would be like a giant golem. Also known as a cave troll. And his precious would be... Jason's uncomfortableness. The troll. Like the ethereal troll. Yeah, it it would have to be in, in some kind of physical form... I don't, I don't, Can we I don't get know off of me would... that the relations between me and my wife are a person I am not sacred gonna, within the bonds of matrimony. Put them out over the airways for you, public you, consumption of I mean, how that, this that, works that, mechanically. That is a but you didn't hear that Jason can't sleep at night. <laughs> to help you out, there are pulleys and ropes involved. Okay, <laughs> oh, you or her? <laughs> That's just more questions. Uh, what about like a ramp? All right, we is can't there, talk about this on the show anymore. <laughs> I've got, I've got a uh, Grand Sensor Bob's going to start showing up again. We, I mean, did you have to find that. load-bearing joist to attach equipment <laughs> to? Or all right, let's let's move on. Well, I don't know that Candy Land's going to be any better. Clandy, Clandy Land. Land. <laughs> um. So you remember a couple weeks ago when we talked about Jeff Peace? I think yes, his name was Jeff Peace. Yes, I, I am well aware of who this guy is now. I've been educated. <laughs> the man who was not a Freemason, writing a Freemason blog, telling people how they'd be doing it wrong. Uh, which is a little egocentric. Um, I'm okay with this. I mean, of course you are. I mean, he's talking about traditional observance lodges and how they're the wrong step for Freemasonry when this guy doesn't have a step in Freemasonry because he's not involved with Freemasonry anymore. Well, that was his step. Out. <laughs> but that was his last step, and it was a few years ago. So apparently he called Arthur... Uh, De Hoyos. A shill, and then they had a little back and forth on their on, on Jeff Peace's Freemasonry 101 uh, website. And he got owned, and so Jeff Peace, in a completely mature, rational, thought-out move, instead of just being like, well, I was proved wrong, deleted the website. Like, just removed it from the internet. Just, no, it's done. I'm taking my ball, and I'm leaving. And in the meantime, there had been a website, or a Facebook group, page, I don't know what to call it, set up. Uh, called Clandyland, uh, not clan as in the Ku Klux, but as in clandestine lodges, uh, just to ridicule Jeff Peace. But now that that foe has been vanquished, I believe they're turning their attention to other uh, clandestine-type organizations and people, which I full wholeheartedly support, as long as they are the type of organization that says, give me a thousand bucks and I'll make you a Freemason. Thank when- you for your money. Bam, Freemason. When do they get to Gumdrop Mountain? You just described most of our appendant organizations. But Would go you on. please stop saying that? Oh, <laughs> please, Harlan. Have you? Ha- do you want to quit uh, the show? Because I feel like you're trying to get us shut down. Maybe. Just quit then. Like don't don't take the show with you. <laughs> just quit. Don't don't shut down the website. Uh, There's definitely a meeting coming. Not this year. I didn't name anyone specific. Next year. However, I said most, so every organization Wait, can claim they're the one you weren't yes, talking yes, about. Yes, what's, what's happening that next That is year? absolutely fair. Uh, the, the meeting will probably happen next Which year. meeting? Uh, the one where they shut us down. I need to oh. be quit before then. So it's going to be on my year, then, is is what you're telling me. That's going to be on me. No, like, we've got a few. Maybe the next year. We've, we've got a few years before 
before the line adjusts itself out. We're hoping that by the time that that we no longer have friends in place, yeah. they have forgotten about us again. No, we've still got strong well, supporters there. Uh, yeah, but there's always going to be that one guy who doesn't like us in the wings who's going to be reminding the people you're talking about who oh, yeah. you're hoping are going to forget about us. I, I don't I, mean one person, that guy specifically. I just mean a person. That's why Jason spends all of our Canada Dry money on private investigators going around taking photographs of I have pictures. in compromising yeah. situations. I have 27 8x10 color photographs with circles and arrows on the back of each one explaining what each one is. Uh, yeah. He also does spend a lot of time harboring uh, goodwill. We, we will we will not go unprepared the next time. <laughs> you know how expensive PIs are when you start hiring them like full time. Well, yeah. I mean, I got a bulk deal. I mean, that's why our I'll Canada for Dry cheap. money is just gone. No, these guys are good, man. They're good. They're they're like they got the glasses that, that have yeah. the camera in it. They've done things I wouldn't do just mm-hmm. to catch someone in a compromising that's really position. Saying something there. Yes. Sometimes the compromising position are, is with the undercover. They are agent. very took one for the team and, good at what they yeah. do. Okay. This particular firm that we use is called one time Gotcha. Tom TM. Cruise like walked um, in. How many yeah. exclamation marks on the end? I I, I don't it was remember. Like Ten, yeah. I think it was. Okay. It was like another line. It, just, it went to the next <laughs> it's line. It's like gotcha, and then a bunch of exclamation points, and then a trademark symbol at the end. Uh, and then under it, it's private investigators. It's like the end of a it's, Scooby-Doo yeah. episode when you go in there because they, it's like Tom Cruise and then he rips his thing off and then it's Nicolas Cage and he rips that off and it's like the old man who owns the amusement park. Old man Jenkins? Yeah. Um. So Betty Lankenberg? Is that how you say your name? Oh, uh, yes. Harlan, would you like to cover this one? Well, uh, I'm let you take I point mean, on this. it was this Miss Langenberg was... An early voice for co-masonry on internet masonry. I think before we had the Freemasonry subreddit, yeah. back in the Usenet days, uh, she was a well-spoken ambassador for the other side of the fence, which we may or may not recognize individually. Uh, but nonetheless, but civil, always well-spoken civil and uh, spoke her points. She has passed away uh, not too long ago. May she rest in peace. And that's that's really it. I mean, what, what what do you want? Like, I can't do a eulogy. I didn't really know her. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, I wanted you to talk about that, but then I kind of wanted you... To, I know what you want to talk about. And I didn't want to do it. He wants to talk about how I know. I wanted you be, to do it. That's why I gave... Why did you want me to do it? Somebody on the rest in peace post. Just, just the rest in peace, some... the memorial post on the Freemasonry subreddit is not the place to take your stand on how there's no such thing as female Freemasons or any other such uh, thing that would be perfectly acceptable debate on any other thread but that one. Thank you, Harlan. It's like that line from the Big Lebowski. Like, you're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's a very fitting line for what took place on the Freemasonry subreddit like, on this memorial posting. To, like, mate, let's make a new thread. Yeah. <laughs> let's make a new thread. Let's leave this one for the flowers. Like, even, even if you have to, like, link to it in this thread. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for family's loss and, you know, I miss this and that or whatever. Or just being silent. Those are appropriate comments to attach to this. Not female Freemason, no such thing. But then, like, that's, you got the problem of... There is a few female Freemasons throughout history, through yeah, accidental reasons most of the time, like 
and they healed the situation by making her one. But I'm just saying, so there has been legit Freemasons that were women throughout history in mainstream lodges that aren't clandestine. So, like, saying that thing doesn't exist at all is a little bit of hubris on your part. And I know I didn't say hubris right. I said it weirdly. Yeah, but you also didn't really use it right. He's just wrong. It's not... Yeah. Well, he's but he's so convinced he's right when, oh. like... He's and not he wrong. is right for the most part. Yeah. But he's <laughs> also wrong because of these small, tiny little examples that you could... Well, it was wrong to do that in the place. Well, it was that's done. definitely uh, not, not uh, uh, appropriate. Yes, is this is the internet, and the Freemasonry on the internet has no respect to individual. Are, are you always going to take Tony? Look out! Are you? Oh God, I thought he was going to puke, and he's in my chair. I need a, Give him the paper. I just got bed. this chair, man. Where did you? Did somebody get the Lysol spray. Oh, we're all going to have it. Where did you get that chair, by the way? It's a very expensive, nice chair. I understand that's what you're saying. I know you didn't pay a very expensive, nice price for it. Well, as you know, my office moved. That's a former Um, engineer's chair? Yes. So how did you steal that chair? Well, there's a lot of chaos when you're moving an office with hundreds of people. Nobody missed it. never miss it. Yeah. Okay. It didn't make it to the new office, is what he's saying. (laughs) How many computers did you sell on Craigslist that week, just out of curiosity? Uh, None. Craigslist? How many will I sell next week? Don't know. Can we end? How John, long about, are we? John, hear about that Nebraska Lodge? Got vandalized. What happened to it, Tony? He got vandalized. Oh, no. <laughs> Nebraska. What do y'all think about that? Bruce Springsteen's it's crazy. best album ever. If I pulled out a map Other right now, darkness on the edge how many of you could point to which one of those shapes is Nebraska? I could. I could, I could okay. draw you a map of the U.S. right now. No. Better st- question. What state do you start with when you start drawing a map of the U.S.? California. Texas. Why would you start with California? Why wouldn't you start with, with the penis? Out of the way. Texas. I would definitely start with Florida. Well, I mean, you have to draw the outline. You draw the outline of the whole thing first. You draw Texas and you're 25% I done. I just start with California because, like, all those western states are squares. So you just get, like, the two, three of them lined up there, and then you just make squares over, and then you start drawing the complicated states, like, I don't know. All right. Y'all think Michigan. any of them boys in Colorado were Masons? Just curious. Say what now? Any what? Any of the boy, any of the militia that's taken over the federal? I thought that was in Oregon. No, is that in Oregon? Oregon yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in Oregon. They all look the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's another square. One. Um, <laughs> so square yeah. states. Yeah, I like how they're describing that as a standoff when it's basically like a like a rest stop. <laughs> Yeah. Like these dudes have went into a rest stop and they're not and, leaving. And they're just they're hanging out there. Leave. It's like, uh, 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 can you right. send us some food? Yeah, please send snacks. <laughs> yeah. And um, lube. I mean, if we want them out that bad, just turn off the power. It's cold. They'll leave I eventually. They did that. I think they did that. So, uh, yeah, I've got to get off to a home showing. So, um, so what's your point, huh? Like, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. I think he's saying in the show. I'm not. Yes. No. The show is short. You know they're going to be mad at us because we the didn't show put out a nice show. show short. Because an hour of it was spent on carny business out in the dining room that wasn't recorded. We should have just recorded that whole thing. That's that. A, that would have that, been that would have been educational for sure. Yeah. Although he would have figured out it. somebody was wearing a wire, and then stuff would have gone south yeah, really quick. That's, that's he would have seen the boom. I was holding <laughs> over his head. <laughs> At least we would have had him on tape saying twenty five percent before Tony talked him down. He said twenty five percent. It doesn't matter because ten percent of that goes back to him anyway. It, it, it oh, has no bearing. It's a lot bearing. more with 10% of 20% than 25. Gentlemen, here's your cut of my $60,000 haul. This is a check for thirty-eight ninety-five. 
Uh, if you'll see the attachment. Oh, and you got a corn dog yesterday and didn't pay me. Can I get that money? Oh, boy. What a morning. So we're going to put a bullet in episode 107. I don't want to hear any crap about uh, 106 not being a real episode, all right? It wasn't there available before, and now it is, and it was a week, and we numbered the episodes by a week. It's not really an episode. So this is release number 107 of the After Lodge podcast. Technically 104. Brought to you from uh, wherever the hell we are this week. What are numbers, man? Are they even real? No, as it happens. We'll talk about that after Lodge sometime. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail and we might find it in like a few months. Dot com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the 200th episode, we'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, there are some Masons that hang out on IRC. Uh, I believe it's irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign, Freemasonry. Uh, say hello to those guys and tell them I said uh, hello. And Are you banned from that room now? I have no. a f- the way you said that, it sounds like you're banned from the room. I am still there. He's, they he's just... at least finally admitting he's not on there. Okay. I'm still there. It's just they don't know it. So if we could keep it that way. Uh, yeah. But that's it. Until next week, we'll see you for release number 108. Later. Bye. Later. Telling racing stories The kids call him Jimmy the same Well that blazing noise boy He's gunning that bitch Loaded a blasting point He rides head first into a hurricane And disappears to a point And there's nothing left but some blood where the Chunk all across the horizon, a real highwayman's farewell. And I said, Hey, kid, you think that's oil? Man, that ain't oil, that blood. I wonder what he was thinking when he hit that storm. Avenue sailors in satin shirts whisper in the air some storefront incarnation of Maria she's putting on me to stare and Bronx's best apostle stands with his hand on his own hardware everything stops you hear five quick shots the cops up for air And now the whiz bang gang from uptown They're shooting up the street Oh, that cat from the Bronx starts letting loose But he gets blown right off his feet Oh, and some kid comes blasting around the corner But a cop puts him right away He lays on the street holding his legs Screaming something in Spanish Still breathing when I walked away And someone said, hey man, did you see that? His body hit the street with such a beautiful thud I wonder what the two were saying